Blog Talk Radio. The Franciscan Friars of the Atonement present the Ave Maria Hour. Hello, this is Father Bob Warren of the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. Thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour radio show. The Friars' popular Ave Maria Hour was first brought to the radio airwaves in 1939, recorded in New York City and on the mountainside grounds at Graymore, a home in Garrison, New York. These timeless classic stories of the Bible and the lives of the saints came to life each week through dramatic reenactment by professional actors and actresses. You know, friends, Christ once said, do not hide your treasure under a bushel. In saying this, he meant share your gifts, share your talents. The Friars of the Atonement feel the message in these broadcasts remains as powerful and timely as when they were originally aired, and we are so happy to be able to share them with you today. To learn more about the missions and ministries of the Friars of the Atonement, I invite you to visit our website, www.atonementfriars.org. In the meantime, sit back and enjoy this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour. Blessed Bernard of Corleone. The dog is sick, Father Albert. We don't know what's wrong with him. Give him to me. Let me hold him. Father Albert, please do something. My little boy, Tonio, is heartbroken. He's so attached to Bono. Is that the poor dog's name, Bono? Yes. Well, now, let's see. Come, Bono. Poor suffering creature. Now, what is it? Your paw? No? Something you ate that you shouldn't have? No? You talk to Bono. Well, I, I try to. This poor dumb creature, he's in pain and he can't tell us what hurts him. Now, let me see. I think, Bono, it is this little bone in the right front leg. Oh, you poor Bono, it's shattered here, isn't it? And you couldn't tell us, could you? But this is the root of the pain, isn't it, Bono? You talk to Bono, and he understands you. We must make two wood splints. I need a knife for whittling. Here, Father. Uh, uh, this knife is not for you, Bono. Only to help you. He, he understands you. I could swear... Oh, forgive me, Father. I believe he understands. He knows what you say to him. What a marvelous gift you have, Father Albert. No, not my gift. It was given to me by another many years ago, on his deathbed. Long before I became Father Superior here. Do you remember Brother Bernard, Blessed Bernard? He first came here, oh, 45 years ago. He was a young man 
so was I. It was the year of our Lord, 1632. There was a knock on these big doors. I was cleaning the wall, so I happened to be near. Who is it? Open. Open, please. Please. Please let me in. Who are you? What do you want? Please let me in. Are you in trouble? The police are after me. I've been hiding in the church in Corleone. You're the cobbler's son, the swordsman. Yes, yes, yes. I'm Philip Latini. Come in. Come in. Uh, Bad news travels on devil's wings. You fought a duel and wounded the police lieutenant. Father, he's dead. He's dead. I killed him. I, I killed him. Where can I turn? Where can I turn? I ran through the orchards of the fields, the olive trees, but the blood followed me. The face of that lieutenant is before me every moment. I lay down on the ground to catch my breath. And then the grass, the trees, the leaves. They're all blood red. I ran again, but there was no escape. Sit, sit on the I bed. killed a man. The life of God. I deserve to die. Why do I run? Why don't I let them take me and hang me? It is not for you to decide life or death. I decided the policeman's. Why not my own? Did you mean to kill him? I don't know. Now calm yourself. Do you want to tell me about it? I I was mad with anger. He insulted Lucia. Lucia, your your wife? No. No, my friend Giorgio's girl. And then the lieutenant. He made sport of Lucia. He dishonored his uniform. He said Lucia belonged to all of Corleone, and he attacked Giorgio. Uh, Giorgio was no swordsman. And you? Everybody in Corleone has heard of Philip Latini, the swordsman, and I had to prove that I was the best swordsman. I had to. It is my sin, my sin. Did you mean to kill him? What difference does that make? You fought other duels. Yes, I was too proud of my victories. But you never killed anyone No, before. but what? what? The scar on your cheek, the one further down on your chin, are they... Yes, yes, I have felt the bite of the sword. Then you don't always win. I have never lost. Poor man. What has it gained you? Yes. What? I've lost everything now. Where is my soul? first met Philip Latini right here in this courtyard. He sat on this stone bench and confided his story to me. It was the beginning of a lifelong companionship. And that day when I first met Philip, he told me about his past, about his father, the cobbler of Corleone, a devout man who was very strict in discipline of his apprentices, even if his own son Philip happened to be one of them. Philip confided to me that when he was only a boy, he had dreams of adventure, of going to distant countries like Marco Polo and Columbus. But his father wanted Philip to learn the trade of shoemaking, like his father before him had taught him. Signor Latini was inclined to be short-tempered. Father Giovanni? What is it, Signor Latini? I'm looking for my son. Now, 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 compose yourself. You are red with rage. I've been all over Corleone. I can't find him. And now you come to church with your belt in your hand? Wait till I find Philip. That boy has no sense of responsibility. He deserted the shop in the middle of a job. First, put the belt back around your waist where it belongs. For our devout cobbler of Corleone to storm into sacred church ground with violence in his hand... And worse in his heart. Well, I'm sorry, Father. I'm at my wit's end. He cost me a patron today. I taught him everything I know. And he's good. The best apprentice I've ever had. But his head is full of wild dreams. 
I find him practicing the devil's own wickedness. Always the sword in his hand. Every day he's in another scrape. Last week he defended old farmer Galvani from a pack of thieves. Now is that bad? He's devout, dedicated to St. Francis. He has your blood, Latini. Where is he? He was working on Signor Montano's slippers. They were promised for today. Only yesterday, Montano came in for a fitting, and he was so pleased with Philip's work, he gave him three coins. Your son is here, Latini. Come. What is he doing before the crucifix? On his knees. Who should know that better than you, Signor Latini? Ever since he was a little child, he's been attracted to our crucifix and the memory of St. Francis. Do you know what he did today? He wants to keep a permanent lamp burning before the crucifix. He gave me three coins for the oil. How, my son? Papa. I've been looking all over the village for you. Why, Papa? Well, have you forgotten Signor Montano? What's that under your coat? Uh, The slippers. I'm taking them to Signor Montano's. I wanted you to see them first, but you'd gone to the kiln. Do you like them, Papa? What can I say? They are beautifully finished. You can say that to your son. You've learned your lesson well. If you'd only... Then you're not... You're not angry that I stopped here first? No, Philip, your father is pleased. Ah, then may I go now and deliver the shoes? Come right home to supper. Don't tarry in the village with your wrestling and your sword play. I don't want you hurt. No one can hurt me with a sword. I am the best. You see, Father? That is sinful, Philip. Such vanity, false pride. It's true, Father. It is also wicked. I don't mean to be disrespectful, and I, I don't want to hurt you, Papa. But I must speak what's in my heart. Making shoes. No, that's not for me. No, I shall sail the seas like Columbus and Vespucci and Balboa. I shall ride like a conqueror through distant countries in the Orient and in the Americas. You see, Father... Have no fear, Father Giovanni. I shall always serve God. Not with the sword. We shall see. How dare you? Father, I can't help the desires of my heart and my mind. Desires, passions, wicked dreams, the devil himself... Forgive me, Father. The enemy of mankind is in your passions. We shall see. Adio, Father Giovanni. Adio... Philip told me how hard he tried to please his father. But the more adept he became at shoemaking, the more he despised his work. One day the cobbler came into his shop and again Philip was not at his bench. Instead he stood on top of the table... I was cramped over the table all day. My bones ached. I wanted to exercise. (laughs) With the sword, of course. Where did you think you were just now, wielding your sword and shouting? If I tell you, you will laugh at me. I'm no longer surprised at anything you do or imagine. Well, then, I was in the jaw of hell. What? Him whom you call the enemy of the people, he came to me. Hideous. Hideous and with a fiery red sword. The shade? The devil himself. What imagination. I tell you he was here. Changing every minute from one monstrous ogre into another. What are you talking about? Father, he was here. Real as you and I. 
and I fought him. The saints forgive you. Don't breathe a word of this to anyone. They'll think you're insane. We must see a physician. We must go to Father Giovanni. And Philip told me it was not to be the last time he encountered the enemy of mankind. Yes, yes, Albert. Three times. And each time, I fought him in all his ugly changelings. But uh, you don't believe it either. Never mind me. What did your father do? We had a tacit understanding. We never spoke of it again. And after this, my father gave up trying to induce me to stay with his trade. Every chance I had, I practiced my swordsmanship. There were many contests and many prizes, but then came the days when the contests were games no more. And the points of the swords were no longer covered with shields. This is no game, Latina. This will teach you to stay out of my affairs. And what are your affairs, senor? Molesting the weak, robbing the poor. You brazen peasants, what business is of yours? When you take the bread from a peasant's mouth, when you steal the grapes from his vineyards, when you hurt his children, then it is my business. Well, then come, my self-appointed hero, defender of people. Let's see how brave you are this time you were taught. A lesson requires master and pupil. Quite right, peasant. Ah, oh, then pupil, you get the point. about Philip and to fear his sword. Still always a new challenger came along to test him. The police were particularly jealous. They invited him to join their academy. When he refused, they looked for ways to harass him. And that's how the police lieutenant became involved. He prepared for months. He practiced with imitators of my style till he felt he was ready. I see. And he looked for an excuse to fight you. Giorgio and the woman were... No, 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 it was still my fault. He was a bully and I despised him, but that wasn't the reason. You see, he was challenging my reputation as a swordsman. Yet you did not mean to kill him. I don't know. This is what torments me. I meant only to nick him on the shoulder. That would have been victory enough for me, but... As my sword flashed toward his shoulder, it dropped suddenly lower and pierced him over the left breast at the heart. He began to bleed terribly. And my eyes were filled with this ghastly wound. And I could hear only one voice, my own, questioning, Philip Latini, did you purposely drop the sword lower as you lunged? Did you aim for his heart? Oh, oh, that spurting blood. And what moved this hand of mine? I am 27 years old. Is this the sum and substance of Philip Latini? Is this what I was intended for? Oh, my soul. Where is my soul? I am, I am so disgusted with this sword hand of mine. Oh, my soul, where are you? Poor suffering man. God's mercy be with you. I must give myself to penance for the rest of my life. I must find my soul. Latini was admitted by Father Superior as a lay brother. He was invested with our holy habit and given the name Bernard. Later, he was to become the Blessed Bernard. 
He was with us for the rest of his life on earth. A life spent in atonement, austerity beyond belief. I remember a few weeks after he joined us, I went to his cell. Brother Bernard, you're bleeding. Yes, it is part of my penance. But this is so close to your heart. Yes, that is where I wounded him. I must bleed for him. You cannot allow yourself... Presently, I will staunch the flow. Then later, I must scourge myself again. How often do you do this? Seven times each day. Seven times? How can your wound heal? I shall never let it close. That is my account between heaven and earth. You bleed to death. So did he. Oh, Bernard, let me comfort you. Albert, that is the one thing you must not do. I have... I have so much to do for my soul. No unpleasant task, no work was humbling enough for Brother Bernard. And then there was one day a carriage drove by much too quickly. The wheels ran over Farmer Juicy's dog. Let me see him. Let me see him, poor hurt creature. Come, Peppy. Let me hold you. And what is it? Your poor tail? Is it the hind leg? Come on, Peppy. Is that it? You talk to him as if you expected an answer. Do they really understand you? Poor creatures. They cannot tell us when they are sick or just where it hurts. Oh, with Peppy here, we can see the injury. But at other times, well, I... I try to talk to them, and I do believe they understand me. Come, Peppy, let me carry you around the cross in front of the Priory Church. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Three times... He carried the dog around the cross and repeated the Lord's Prayer. And then... Go, Peppy. The Lord's blessing go with you. cured them all. One night, about ten years after he came here, he was wasting away terribly, he was ill, and still he would never take more than the barest crust of dried bread. As was my daily practice now, I looked in on him. He was on his knees, still as marble. He was transfixed. And then I heard his voice, speaking with such feeling I had never heard before. Oh, blessed lady, mother of God, I am unworthy. Oh, that you should come here to grace this humble abode with your divine radiance. What have I done to deserve this? Oh, no, no, blessed lady, I am the worst of sinners. This cell which houses me is a poor abode to encompass you. Ever blessed is this cell from now on. Your glory, 
Your grace, your radiance is on these walls, on this bench, on this floor. You shine your light on me, on me, poor creature, sinful body that I am. It's too much. It is too much. prayers and devotion to the Blessed Lady became known to the whole community. His gift of healing and communication with animals was famous throughout Palermo and even reached the ears of Rome. There came a day, 35 years after Bernard had first come to us. We were both getting on in years. I made my daily visit to his cell. Once again, I found him in purest ecstasy. The Blessed Lady was there again. Thank you. Thank you, merciful Mother of God. This is the most joyous day of my life. No man on earth has ever been so blessed. You, you brought the child for me to hold. What heaven on earth, blessed lady. Oh, now I know my soul. I know my soul. At last, I know my soul. body was gray and wasted. Today, today I die, Father Albert. I, I have been blessed in many ways. Prayers, atonement, the grace of the Blessed Lady, healing the sick and the wounded animals. And you, my dear Father Albert, my merciful companion. Let me lay my hands on yours. I bequeath you this gift, this touch of my healing hands. Blessed lady, let this healing of God's dumb, unspeaking creatures pass from my hands into Father Albert's compassionate hands. Father Albert, may the Lord bless you.
Thank you, Father Superior. Thank you, Father Albert. My son's dog, see? He, he looks much better. He's trying to move, you see? He's hobbling over towards me. In time, you'll heal completely. Yes. Come, my beautiful Bono. I know you'll be well again. My son, my Tonio, he'll be overjoyed. Thank you. Thank you, Father Albert. Blessed are your healing hands. Not mine. Not mine. Let us thank Bernard. A truly blessed soul. listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour, brought to you by the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. For over 110 years, the Friars have devoted themselves to fulfilling St. Francis' prayer, to heal wounds, to unite what has fallen apart, and to bring home those who have lost their way. We work for Christian unity and interreligious understanding. We provide respite at our retreat center at Greymoor for those in need of spiritual renewal. We staff parishes throughout the world, serve as chaplains for colleges, hospitals, and prisons. We care for the ill through hospice work, ministry to those with HIV AIDS. We also shelter the homeless and provide treatment and services for those suffering from alcoholism and drug addiction. If you would like to be included in our prayer list, participate in special St. Anthony Novenas, and or visit St. Anthony's Shrine, Graymoor. Attend a retreat, learn more about our Ave Maria Hour productions, or simply make a donation to assist us in fulfilling St. Francis' prayer to help those in need. Please visit our website at atonementfriars.org or email me at avemaria at atonementfriars.org. You can write to me, Father Bob, Friars of the Atonement, Graymoor. Post Office Box 300, Garrison, New York, 10524. And so, in closing, I ask for the blessing of God upon you and those you love. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may he look upon you with kindness and give you his peace. Amen. <laughs>